0: Welcome back, everybody. Very excited to have you here. Very excited to be here checking in with the Standing Tune Podcast. On SIT today, we got a very special episode, man. We got the pleasure to be joined by another guest. You know, I didn't known this, yes, man. Probably sir. like the last, it's probably been about four years going on something like that. Yeah. and It's always a pleasure to just chop it up with my guy, you know, because just like here on SIT, man, he going to keep it real with you every time. Oh, God. It's raw. It's real. It's authentic. And you feel it just being around him, man. Right? It's never a dull moment. And like, if you didn't heard his music, seen him perform at any of his performances, man, you know you know that's the truth. He's just real, he authentic, he's raw. So if you ain't heard of him, man, get from under whatever rock you living up under, Dang. man, tell him. Cause they better <laughs> wake up, man. Right? Gotta Dang. let them know.
1: What's his name?
0: None other than an emergency man straight out of Atlanta, man. Real good company in the building we going to keep it way up the whole episode. Mr. Pink and Ebony himself, name. <laughs> velcro S. <laughs> What's going on, brody? How you living? Yeah, what the fuck going on, man? Broco Valentino
2: in this motherfucker, velcro S. East side of Atlanta right now, man. You can find me everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, whatever the fuck. TikTok. Yeah. Velcro, like the little ES at the end on it. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Glad to be here with y'all boys, man. We're going to have a fly-ass combo.
3: Uh, That's you know, always,
0: always. He said,
3: this, That shit hard." <laughs> Mr. Peaking in the building, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let him,
0: Mr. Peaking Ebony.
3: Never. <laughs> he TV showing for the public.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so now, for real, man. Y'all heard him? Get him on the socials. I mean, uh, you you on all streaming platforms as, as I know of? Like, go get it. It's up there, bro. It's it's what you need to hear, man. So Every, everywhere. As always, Malcolm D B in the building. Go ahead, talk to the folk.
3: What up, ahead, what man. up, what up? Yeah. <laughs> Why wow, you it's
4: always good. interrupting me, bro? I
3: said go ahead, bro. My it's fault. Go ahead. Now nah, <laughs> nah, we here, y'all already know another episode, another guest. We're gonna have fun today, as always. Y'all know yes, how sir. we do. We had a good guest uh last time with Dez. Now we're here with Velcro S. So we good. Keep it rolling. Sir. Yes,
4: sir. Now we hear we good
3: good energy, good vibes all day.
4: We bring energy this time, like we said, we bring energy. Yeah, yeah and I just want to make, I
3: to make, make we sure hear everybody,
4: everybody but me, got a cut today, just so y'all know.
3: But I, you know. I got
4: to do it young for a reason, man. <laughs> just
3: two weeks because
4: that's how
0: doctor. got <laughs> the <laughs> no love, love. Let's get into it though, man. Um, I think really, I just want to break the ice by asking a question that's going not only let us as a group. Get to know you a little better, but everybody that's listening that might not know you, like I just said, I didn't know you a couple of years, but that's not the case for everybody. So, like, what's your background? How long you been doing the music thing? What got you into it? Like, what that story start at? Hell yeah, hell yeah, man.
2: For me, the music story starts straight out the womb, man. I always had a love and a passion for music. I was fucking making like I had this one rap group in like elementary school. You know how like <laughs> they, they trying to. The hose and I can like we would literally we would write short songs and like fucking perform them at like recess and shit like that and uh we're doing some little whatnot too um we was doing dances and whatnot like um on the playground so that was really like a time when I was learning like the ins and outs of music and like what I actually liked in my taste for real it was like middle school and beats. It was I was on beats a lot more before I even started doing vocals. And then when I was like what, like 15, 16 or something like that, 16, 17, I started recording. And uh shit, it was just up from there for real. I started releasing music a little bit, um, like two years ago. Um, and yeah, just been trying to fucking convey my feelings, my emotions, and just what the fuck going on in my life at all times through through the music.
0: Wow. Hell yeah. So, I mean, where you see it going then? Like, where, where you trying to take it? For me, it's
2: not it's not only about the music. Like, the music is the passion for me, but like, I really want to build a community. Um, I got this brand I'm working on right now that's very under wraps. Yeah. And it's like, it's all over the place. It's not just music. It's, it's, it dives into different aspects of the world. And for me, I think that like, community is so important and having a place for people to come and be artists together, and grow together is, like, one of the most important things to just create new shit into the world and bring these ideas and have world building, you know what I'm saying? One of my things that, are like, I see myself as a visionary and a world builder, and I want to get into all aspects of just whatever interests me, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I be getting into painting, I be getting into, like, music, I get into film, I get into yeah. everything's out there, and I be having that ADHD, like, going on at all times, so it's, like, I can't sit on one thing, but Definitely, always be coming back. I'm in the studio like every day, like just working on beats, working on songs, mixing, like all that. But at the end goal for me is having this this world that I can call my own, and that I can invite people into, and I can like have them not not only experience my world, but branch off
3: into their own world and learn from from me. You know what
0: I mean? Yeah. No.
2: So go so ahead.
3: So does that, uh, <clears throat> hear you say that kind of sounds like that community aspect. Is that what like kind of inspires you right now? Like maybe it's like in middle school, I don't know what your inspiration was. I don't, like, y'all was doing it for the females back then, but I don't know, like, does it keep, what keeps you driven to this day? Uh, and hearing like that community aspect might be a part, part of it. Cause that's really what you've been invested in.
2: Yeah, that's a part of it for sure. Just seeing how people resonate with my songs and all that, I think, I think what really keeps me driven is is nothing other than me at, at the end of the day like I think God just instilled this like this this talent and this gift in me and I just I fucking love it and it's just like yeah. every day yeah. I go yeah. it's repetition it's just like sure. I in myself and uh, I'll make a song and I'm like what the fuck I could do that <laughs>
3: like, yeah
2: eyes on myself I'm like damn that was a bar that shit was hard as fuck
3: no that's tough
2: <laughs> in my own self like of course it's days where. Niggas not feeling it for real, but I mean, shit, it's not like that often at all. It's really like, it's really more so, uh, it's really more so like, I'm finding myself every time I make something new. And every time I create more, I'm really like, just diving into a different aspect of myself and learning more about who I am and what I like, shit like that. So giving the other people the opportunity to take a step into that and like really see What's going on in my head that's just mad cool to me and um uh, yeah the community thing is something that i want to build it's not there yet like it's not 100 there yet i'm trying to build that
0: with this brand and this label um and that's the end goal for real
2: that's the end goal for.
0: Real. No, that's tough i'm glad you brought up like the whole community thing because that that was something i was thinking about when you we agreed to uh get you on the show or whatever it's just like you already are surrounded in this creative space by so many people that's doing so much shit right it's like every time I come kick it with y'all boys I'm meeting somebody new that's in a creative space they always doing something and so like that in itself is a community already that's allowing you to thrive because you're surrounded by other people that's doing similar shit with creating something that they enjoy and being able to put that out so I just thought that was real like eye-opening to me because like you surrounded yourself with these people with well, like similar mindsets you know like they they getting out what they put in and they craft. And I just wanted to ask, like, how did you find yourself in that space being surrounded by all them people? Like being able to network with all these different people. Cause like, like you say, it's not just music that you surrounding yourself with. And it's not just music that you're trying to brand yourself as. So, like, how'd you get around all that? I mean, real, for me personally, which is probably the same for a lot of people, is just like
2: I keep doing the same shit over and over. And like I keep running into new people while I'm doing the same shit over and over. Like, I record. I'll be in my I'll be in my room by myself recording all the time, right? Yeah. But like, let's say I go to like a photo shoot or something. Like I know a bunch of photographers just from like school or just from interacting with folks and shit. Um, I went to school in Atlanta for four years. Um, and I I met a lot of people through there. Honestly, like some of the niggas that I'm like super close with now on the creative scene I met through school. Um, and it's really just staying down and doing the same shit. That's like I just meet new people like. Go to new shows meet new artists for real go to different studio sessions meet new producers yeah go to photo shoots meet new models new photographers like stand in the same circle and just like fucking stand with niggas that i already know it's just that and it's really some niggas that i've been with from the sandlot for real because um chris van gogh we've been making yeah. music he was part of the um elementary group yeah we didn't even mean, you know that he was doing, like, dances and doing performances for oh, the hoes at elementary and shit. Like, <laughs> oh, I've known that nigga since I'm kindergarten.
3: verified.
2: So, I mean, like, it's really that. It's just, like, this is more of a... It's a lifestyle, and, like, once you hunker down into that lifestyle, it, it grows from that point.
4: Yeah, that that's shit, tough. That shit. Now, I just wanted to go back to the... uh talk about elementary, even before that. Like, what kind of music were you, like, hearing when you were growing up? I know some people was different things. Was this mostly rapper, like maybe country? Like, what the fuck was it? Nah, it was different. So my family, um, my family's originally from Ghana. My
2: parents were both born in Ghana. It's West Africa. Yeah. Um, so growing up, I heard a variety of things because when they came to the States, they were listening to a lot of different shit. And when I was born, they were listening to a bunch of shit. Like, my dad's favorite artist is this, like, um, what's his name? Antonio Balicelli or something like that. It's like this Italian opera singer bro so i was listening to shit like italian opera like fucking backstreet boys my parents had hella like notorious big cds shit like that so it was really like a huge wide variety of of songs that i was listening to in different types of styles which is why i feel like i'd be all over the place and like really trying to move in a, a versatile manner and so like when i was just uh kind of taking it upon myself to listen to music it was really like the pharrell's and the kanye's and those people that's like breaking borders and and really putting that raw energy like into their music so yeah that was probably the my biggest influence was like how different my parents were like not everybody was listening to the shit i was listening to because they just had such a wide variety of tastes and they was listening to like of course african music as well so this like heavy influence of afro beats that we Seen in the States now, like that like, niggas been known that shit. Like, yeah, this shit's fire. All
4: right, also going off that before y'all stop, I, I want to get a top five dead or alive rappers right now. Top five dead or alive rappers right now. All right, all right, all right.
2: All right. I'm gonna have to say, Yay, Kendrick. This in order? Wait, is this in order? It's not in order, no order. Like, these niggas is like my biggest influence. Yay Kendrick, um, Andre 3000, Chief Keith, and Tyler the Solid five, yeah. Solid five. That's my five
4: for real. I fuck with. I actually I couldn't look at Who are you guys be, be like the old niggas like Big. Like there's a few niggas. that's like, ah, oh. but no, I, I fuck with the top five. I ain't gonna cap. I took. I'm just like, damn. Even Jay Z, it's like, damn. No, I fought with Jay. I fuck with um, Biggie. I'm not the biggest fan of Tupac like that, but like niggas hate when I say that. <laughs> I ain't the biggest fan of him either, but nah, he was <laughs> hard. <but.
2: laughs> He's hard, He's hard. It's like I know him as the idol that he is, but like when I'm really listening to music,
4: I fought with niggas that um,
2: I fought with how Biggie was really putting the bars together. Uh I see Tupac as more of a um,
4: inspirational last nigga. Inspirational
2: like J. Yeah. Cole type of rapper. You know what I mean? Yeah that wasn't the swag I was really on for real when I was listening to music as a young nigga. So it just wasn't my vibe, but yeah, I like, I like really industrial and like different shit. So like honorable mentions, like Pharrell, like I mentioned earlier, like just shit that stands out and kind of, kind of breaks those borders and what's like the norm, you know, I like being outside the box. I like being different. If niggas doing some shit that I have seen before, I'm like, I'm tired of that. It's played out.
0: Yeah yeah yeah, I feel that. So understood. Is, is that how you would describe your sound? Or how would you describe like is that something that you want people to hear you and be like, "Okay, yeah, this this different." Like he he pushing the boundaries, he breaking the borders. Is that how you see yourself and your music? Hell yeah, definitely. Yeah. And
2: that's, that's not even uh 100% showcased yet. Because like my first tape not even out yet. That's still in the works right now, my first yeah. tape's um before the end of this year. So like that's going to be showcased even more when like niggas actually get a deeper look into the to the, exactly. the yeah so like mm-hmm. that i want to come across is like once you step into the world you fully engulfed in the world and and like you're like oh shit <laughs> oh shit what is this thing type on now because <laughs> I, <appreciate it.
0: laughs>
4: nah, I before i even like before i even met i think like a couple weeks back i had heard some shit because like we you know we do our research here at a uh, siz pod so I was doing, I was listening to your music. I think I had heard some of your shit like a couple of weeks back. I think the K I heard. So yeah. I was like, oh, so just even to put two and two together to even see the shit. No, you shit is hard.
2: Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, I think what I really pride <laughs> myself on with a bunch of those singles that I've been dropping is just like super in your face, super um attention grabbing, and like really really bold, like really statement pieces for real.
1: Yeah. can feel shit. that for yeah.
3: sure. <laughs> I want to uh, transition to, like, the performing world. So, like, the guests know, like, we had Best Des here. We had Dez here last week um, on the pod, and he was telling us how he was kind of really supposed to perform with you and be, be able to with you. Some things went sideways, but I just want you to talk about it from your perspective. How is that song? Who's your roommate? Like, being able to coordinate that just leading up to it, like, and everything, and how cool was that?
2: That shit's fire, bro. Like, honestly, um... I feel blessed to have somebody that's also creative, like living with me, somebody that focuses on creating their own content and pushing out their view of the world and their perspective to other people to see because that shit helps me, like, grind. Like, I'm gonna be real, bro. Every friendship I have, I see them niggas as a competition. Not on, like, I gotta beat this nigga, but, like, we gotta beat each other and we gotta get to the top. Like, Mm -hmm. first top is gonna grab the second nigga and bring him to the top type shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it, it helps me grow, for real. And we we was dead ass like rehearsing this shit like every day type shit, just really putting our all into it. He was definitely supposed to be the DJ for that shit, but um shit ain't go out the way it was planned. Should just be moving a little um wonky sometimes with performances you gotta. But yeah, man, I feel like I'm blessed to have that nigga in my life, bro. I'm blessed to have all the creatives in my life because those niggas that push me, those niggas that like make me who I am at the end of the day, because Without them, shit, it's just me.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But that's
2: I'm hard strong. though. I'm strong by myself, but like that's the family and that's the community that I'm trying yeah shit.
1: Yeah.
2: It's it, it it yeah. once you build that shit, you
0: get you get magic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. I was just about to bring the show up because I was supposed to be there, but I missed out. <laughs> and I just see all the footage. I see the videos coming out. Uh, I see the post going. And I'm like, ain't no way I fold it. Because what I end up doing, I end up having to go up to New York for something. And that was the same weekend. Bro, that killed me. But that was that uh, that was, that was Captain of the People, too. That was Captain of the Fair Halloween terrible. party they had or whatever. But it was, it was, it was, it was crazy, crazy in there. In there. How was the energy like being there? How did that fuel you on stage? Like, tell me what it was like since i missed it. (laughs)
2: Bro, I'm out my fucking body, bro. Like it's not, like niggas be asking me if I'm nervous. And uh, honestly, like I'm not because I'm prepared. I feel like if you prepare for some shit, you're not nervous about it. And uh, I'm going out there to like, to show people how much I love my creations and how much I love my art. I could really perform to, like, one person. It could be one person in that motherfucking crowd. Granted, it was hella people in there. (laughs) So we was turned the fuck up. But it could be one person in that bitch. And I'ma still have the same exact energy. I'ma still, like, I'ma I'ma just fucking, I'ma rock out, bro. I'ma I'ma spaz out. I'ma really have, like, my all into this shit. So for me, shit, got up on the stage, the niggas there knowing the words and shit. I'm enjoying this shit the same as well as them. And, yeah, it was just high energy. Um, a lot of fucking <laughs> moving around. A lot of lock shaking around and shit. So, yeah, <laughs> That's
3: tough. <laughs> um, bounce off that, kind of. It's, so, how was that? So, you say you're not nervous because it's like your element. That's in preparing and all that. If you're prepared, you're not going to be nervous. So, how was it from your first time? you perform to I'm assuming this is your most recent your most recent time. So like how was that and like what growth have you seen within yourself?
2: (laughs) That's actually funny as fuck. I'm thinking of the first performance that I did. And the first performance I ever did it was um
3: fuck. I want
2: to say like I was like a senior in high school or like junior in high school or some shit. And it was at this house house party and like it was no real mic. It was no in that bit for real. No DJ. Nigga had a yeah. up to a speaker type shit. Like, <laughs> I'm in there just like looking crazy as hell. It was me and Chris Van Gogh. And, um, my boy, Vashon. I think it was Vashon party if I'm remembering correctly. But that shit was dead as fuck. I still have <laughs> oh So dead. Oh my God. But oh. um, I mean like when I hear my music, I'm lit. I can't lie. When yeah. I hear my so it's like nobody can really break that down and I feel like people get drawn into it because of, like they see how I feel about the shit. So man, yeah. that shit was boo-boo. I can't lie. <laughs> um, The growth from there has been astronomical. I feel like I go into this like I didn't have no damn set prepared. Like I didn't have no songs to really play for them niggas. For real, it was just like some real random, oh here, play these off the Ox type thing, but now it's like I really gotta send the tracks in. I gotta know what I'm gonna do. I got performance tracks and shit like that. Um got like sound check and all that before the show even pop off. Like um, like I said, I wanted Dez to be the DJ. So like we had that all set up. We had all of that set up before like days before that shit was even going on. Um yeah. and that just goes all into the craft, bro. It's like it's it's art, bro. It's like it's it's a performance, it's not some shit to really take light. It's it's a crash. Like, I don't feel like once you put your all into some shit and you prepare for that, not shit can go wrong. Shit's gonna happen differently than what you expected because that's just life. But shit cannot go wrong when you really prepare, but it's gonna happen the way you want it to happen. I believe heavy and like, I don't want to call it manifestation, but like, fucking belief in yourself and then belief into, belief into yourself so heavy that
4: it turns into action. Yeah, that's that shit works for sure. Type shit. Now yeah. I can tell you taking it like way more professional than you was back in the day. And that's obviously comes with time. But now nah, I just wanted to uh, transition to uh, you talking about your brand? You got your shit under wraps right now. I see you got Vivian Westwood on the shirt. I'm the resident <laughs> fashion nigga here. Niggas on, the, I'm resident fashion nigga here. Got Gumball on the back with the shit on. So I just want <laughs> to ask you like, what's the goal for like your brand and shit? So the goal for the brand is um.
2: All inclusive, actually. So, the goal is like I said, is world building. And there's so many pieces and so many different aspects that can be touched. I mean, just think of like, just like, just think about the amount of pieces of clothes that we're wearing right now, clothes that we're wearing, like this shirt. I could take this right now and put something on it. These pants that I'm wearing right now, these socks that I'm wearing right now, the jewelry. I can literally put my own spin on it right now. And that's what people love is like the perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we envy other people's perspective because it's different. And it's something that like we can't experience because everybody's fucking different. Everybody sees the world differently. So what I want for the brand is an all-inclusive environment for people to come in, create, uh, have, a, have a community of creatives to bounce ideas off, to, to grow with, and um, it's fucking world look cooler. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's smooth for real. That's gonna be huge,
2: bro. That's gonna be huge. It really is, man. I'm I'm talking to a bunch of manufacturers and getting some shit in order. And it's not like it's not. It doesn't just stop at fucking um, like clothes and music. Like when I say community, I'm really talking like I'm getting the community. I'm helping people that like need food. Like we doing food. Mm. Driving, yeah. Know? helping the community for real major like I, change yeah like the money that whatever money i make right shit goes back into the world yeah. i'm not a selfish ass greedy ass nigga at the end of the day i'm a splurge i'm a splurge right. so, but like, that's too <laughs> I, have, I have to focus but like i want to put back into the world and the world's giving me so much i feel so blessed that like i want to share that
0: i feel that no for real let us know how s.i.t can get in on that too for sure God. Whatever we can do to get back, man. We all for it. Okay. I'm broke. About? <laughs> <laughs> we we on the no way up, though. We ain't even worried about that. That's fine. But no, uh, uh, you just sitting there talking about just collabing with people and then maybe just think back, back to the music scene. Like, uh, who some other artists you working with now and even, like, who are some that you would like to work with? So what, what you got going? Like, who you collabing with? Sure, I collab with... Chris Van Gogh a lot. I
2: collab with um, Spaceman V a lot. I collab with Space, not to be confused with Spaceman V a lot. Um, i working with Surf a lot. I don't know if y'all know a lot of these yeah. names, but these are niggas that are hard-working-ass people with a similar vision to mine. That's just like fucking family to me. And um, I just feel like I actually met Surf through Spaceman V. Or,
3: they all yeah. out of Atlanta, too?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody out. Um, but, yeah, man, I work with a, a wise guy. One of my favorite producers, bro. Um, also out of Atlanta. If I had to say who I want to work with, though, I would love to work with Filthy. That's that producer. Yeah. Um, I would love to work with fucking Kenny Mason, David the Tragic, some, like, other, like, local Atlanta artists, for real. I feel like once I'm on, I'm going to be working with the the on niggas, the mainstream niggas, so I don't really care about them
0: Yeah, right now. I feel that.
2: I don't really care about them now, but, like, shit, the young niggas that's really making a way for themselves, Bear and Boss, Tony Snow-ass niggas, like, those are niggas that I fuck with heavy right now and I'm trying to um really collaborate with in the future, near future.
0: Yeah, man, y'all hear that shit, bro. Everybody always out here talking about, I need new music, need new artists, what's going on? He just dropped hella names for y'all to go about sit there of them. and listen to. About 10 and of them. If you don't know where to go find them at, hit up Velcro S on the page. You can hit them on <laughs> IG, on Twitter. He just told y'all all that. It's right here, y'all. Y'all asking questions, we giving answers, man. Stop playing. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, no, that's, that's tough. You, you said, uh, you brought Surf up. I heard y'all had that one feature on, uh, his newest project or whatever. It was, uh, Two Times. Dude,
2: that album. Crazy right now. Crazy. Hey, yeah. That shit's fire. Two Times was a fucking crazy moment. Like, he just sent me that open. I was like, yo, this shit hard as fuck. Lay that down. Like, same day. I think, like, three in the morning, I sent it back. He was like, yeah, this is on the album, nigga. Like, it's tough as fuck, you know? Yeah, we we uh, he put me on to a lot of the shows. I, I learned a lot of shit from that nigga. He put me on to a lot of shows that I did actually. Um, and yeah, that nigga's cool as fuck, bro. Very very cool dude. Um, yeah, and one one thing like what I'm saying is earlier is the competition, bro. I I be seeing niggas. This competition, like I'm fighting with these niggas to to be up on the top with them, like. If one of us is there, one of us opens the door. I know that they're gonna keep the foot in there and open
0: that bitch a little wider. Let like other niggas. That's I was supposed to be. That's, How that's supposed to be. If y'all know, what we talking about man. We talking about two times off surf new album man. He posted that probably about a month ago. It's uh yeah. called Rage Angel man. So
4: y'all go get that too man. Yes sir. Rage Angels in the building. Nah, yeah. I almost wanna uh. You're going? because if you like to take notes like i said i just want to get into uh some of the lyrics you had when i think of the cake i just want to ask you uh the lyric was um you got a tropical bitch and she's what is a lake <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah i just want to know is there any cap to your rap
2: no cap rap ever no
0: cap <laughs> No cat no cap ever <laughs> i really got a tropical bitch, and she really is wet so <laughs> 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 No, nah, so I just wanted to go off that and, like, just looking into, like, what you putting into your songs, your lyricism, all that. Like, what's the what's the creation process for you? You know, like, are you sitting there listening to some of them artists that you brought up and, like, damn, he can do that. I need to get my ass up and go to the studio. Or, like, what is it? What's the creative process for you? Really, bro, I got my shit set up in my crib. So I really just be locked
2: in at all hours of the day, like, at night, like, Fucking a lot of time I'm not really listening to a lot of other people's music. I'm really trying to kind of just experiment and be on my own thing. And uh, I feel like I find, I find the best sounds when I'm experimenting and I'm just like, I'm breaking the the borders of what I usually do. Um, Decay was super spurred a moment, like just high energy, just freestyle, no cap. That was a whole freestyle. I wrote, I I punched that bitch in Um, one of my boys um Darius his little cousin he like 15. He made that beat pulled up to the studio one time show me that beat I was like hold on second the second them 808s hit I was like hold on let me put this off I'm putting this fucking headphones on I'm hopping in the studio right now and I'm laying from some crazy so shit. hard as hell too yeah. I was like this shit just feel like money brand new day brand new bag
0: yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> come on but the moment, it's the moment for me. A lot of times, like, um, the EP has a lot more um, songwriting. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, a little bit more in-depth and a little bit more emotional. Um, but, yeah, it's more about the moment sometimes. Like, sometimes I write songs. Sometimes it's uh, completely just how what's on my chest at that moment. Yeah.
0: I feel that. Going off that, you know what song I want to ask about, bro, that really really hit me? is Monster, bro. Yeah, bro. Where that come from, man? Cause that, that um, spoke that
2: was, to me. That song was also a, um like a spur of the moment, niggas yeah. sitting, smoking, thinking about a shorty that that did me dirt.
3: Yeah,
2: did <laughs> dirt, and I'm like,
3: yo, I'm a DTB Rob.
2: Come on, like, yo, like, did I even deserve this? Like, am I a monster? Are you the monster? I had a lot of questions at that time, and I was just like. That's my that's my therapy sometimes, bro. That's my yeah. therapy, like talking to myself out loud, putting it down, um, fucking listening back to it a thousand times because I'm my biggest critic, bro. I'm a, I'm listening to this shit a hell of times, like see if there's anything I don't fuck with, and I'm my biggest fan too. Like I listen to my same shit like over and over because that shit sounds so far. But yeah, it was just an emotional moment, emotional time, um, and. I had to get shit off my chest, man. I had Got to talk. You. I had to talk about that, bro. Cause it's just real. It's just real. I feel like I pride myself on being honest with myself. And I, I lying is like one of my biggest pet peeves. I hate when niggas lie. Like that shit is lame as fuck to me. So I just pride myself like, on keeping it truthful with myself. That's why there's no lies in my music, bro. Like Shorty really called me a monster, bro. I was like That's crazy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Marty know how that go, man. But no going off to another song, I was just listening and just go if you go through your whole catalog, no two songs sound the same, but you start to find, like, okay, this is kind of who Velcro S is, but then you throw kind of a curveball with um plus ultra, and it yeah. sounds a little different. So, so what was that? Like, was that a change in what you wanted to do? Was that an evolution of your sound? Like how you come up with plus ultra.
2: Yeah, bro. I really, I really get into the moment and into the environment that I'm in at that point in time. So like it, a lot of it has to do with um, the production and who I'm in the room with at that time. So I, I cooked that up um, same day type shit with uh spaceman V and wise guy. And uh, we was just in there making the beat, uh, and this shit, it was just like, that was also actually around a similar time when I made Monster. Mm. So, the thought patterns and the shit I was thinking about was definitely on a little slower, like more of a, more of a, I got a lot of questions for the world, for myself type of thing. So, it was like, it was very slow. And a lot of the stuff that I make with Spaceman V is, is different. It's, um, it, it's slow. it's smoother, it's a little. Um, more calm it's very different it's like the other side of the spectrum and i like being able to showcase that because like i said like i grew up on a whole bunch of different different music yeah and i I can't be in one lane like that's not a thing bro. i don't stay in the lane for real it's not a thing for me so yeah it was stepping out of a comfort zone for me because like shit i got into singing on that bitch like i was really singing.
0: yeah
2: actually playing i'm oofing that motherfucker Yeah, it was a different bag. I'm going to be real.
0: I'm pretty sure Spaceman V just walked in my crib. Like, he downstairs. So really? he's talking. Man, but yeah, make sure you let him know once you get off this call. We need him on the show for sure. i be rocking with his shit, too. Yeah, bro. It's very, very
2: um, case by case for me, bro. Like, yeah, I- I'll hear the production and or I'll make the production and I, I already know what direction I'm going to go in. Mm. Because I could read the vibe, I could read the energy, and I, I like could, I could provide that extra layer to to bring it to the person's ears and for them to understand the story I'm
0: trying to get at. So, yeah.
4: That's cool, well, that's
0: cool. Well. I mean, going off of that, you talk about how it kind of got to do with the production. Let's move into the music video aspect of it, because you stay dropping music videos with shit too. First oh, yeah. and foremost, Give a shout out to whoever working on these shits with you, cause them shits yeah. is hard. They,
3: hard. they be tough.
0: They are hard, but I just kind of wanted to ask, like, um how much of this is like, okay, coming straight from you, like your vision, like, okay, I got this idea, this is what I wanted to look like. How much of that is you in that creative space? Yeah, yeah. Well, first, before I even get into that, man. um uh
3: fucking i think i got
2: like three four plus videos with my boy colin yeah one of my best friends on this planet bro like both be bouncing ideas off of each other like coordinating events with each other like helping each other out with whatever we see fit you know what i'm saying so that nigga is uh, a great visionary and a great artist and um he's helped me with a bunch of these videos for sure and man behind the camera um, most of the shit, bro, I am the man with the plan, bro, um, Flinch, the video I just dropped, with mm-hmm. Gio Ruiz, um, yeah. Ruthless Gio on Instagram, bro, I, I had that in my head just when I made the song, I, I just saw the vision, and I, I wrote it down, um, and I chopped it up with him, I had, like, three or four treatments, or, like, music videos written up type thing, um, and, he, yo, this one is the craziest one, let's do this one, like, yeah. man, it just came out beautiful. So yeah, for me personally, the way it goes is like, I'll be having these vivid-ass dreams and I have like a lot of like daydreams too. So like I'll be listening to music or just be done listening to the music. And I'm, uh, I'll am i imagine what I see in my head when I'm listening to it. And then I want to bring that to life and let other people see it. Hmm.
0: Oh yeah. That's smooth. That's That's smooth.
2: That's um, uh, Darko a lot too. I work with Darko a lot. Dude, is hella cool. He's crazy as fuck with the VFX. Um, for the more turn shit, I think go stupid. Yeah. Oh God.
3: Yeah. I was just on the IG, uh, watching the video with you, and, uh, Fl- uh, Fl- uh, the joint. Yeah. I was just on your IG watching it. Nah, it's hard. That shit's Make so. Make sure fun. y'all stay tuned. Then. Yeah.
2: yeah, that shit's fire. I can't lie. I fuck with that video. I for me, honestly, like my favorite thing is the most recent thing. Like personally. I just, I'd be in the moment so heavy that I just love whatever's the most recent thing that I have going on. Yeah, so that yep. shit's fun. Big shout out to ETP and big shout out to Gio Ruiz, ruthless Gio, man. And the whole gang was popped out for that video too. I had hella friends in that bitch for me. Um, so yeah, this, that's just, this is just some family shit, bro. Like They they believe in the vision and they help me bring the vision to life, so I couldn't do shit without these niggas around me.
0: That's real. I feel, I feel that. Man. That's the same shit we own, like I ain't doing this by myself, bro. I got a vision, got a family here to help me with it, man. So that's always something you got to keep in mind. I can't thank these two niggas enough, because like, shit, without it, it's just me and you sitting here chopping it up. We do that enough already. So, you know I mean? I just I appreciate y'all for that. I just want to make sure I still give y'all y'all flowers, man. Guys, too. Hell
3: yeah. I appreciate that, cuz. Love,
4: man. Love, love.
3: (laughs) (laughs) but love. Real quick, I just want to, real quick, um, how is that, like, seeing, like, every time you put out something new, you're talking about, like, you just, like, anything recent, it's like, you just see yourself topping, pause, like, the last song that you did, (laughs) like, you just keep getting better and better.
2: That pause is so funny to be frank. (laughs) But, um, dude, I feel like if I was, like, 10 years old and I saw myself right now, I would just be cheesing. Like, that shit just, it's beautiful to see the growth and, like, just the steps that I had to take to get to this point. And I'm not even close to being done. Like, in my eyes, this is really the beginning. Like, this is nowhere close to the trajectory that I'm trying to hit at all. I got so many plans and so many cool things that's in my head. And once those things are, like, uh, received by the rest of the world, bro, things are going to fall in love, bro. This shit's so cool to me. And, man, I just feel like I got to take every day a step at a time, man, um, because sometimes I work myself into this, like, I got these expectations for myself that I got to hit, and I know I'm going to hit them, but it was stressing nigga out sometimes. Yeah. Um, like I was saying, I just sometimes take a step back, and I really got to, like, just look at the progress and understand that even though this is the beginning, um, it's a very beautiful beginning and uh, I got to thank God. I got to thank myself. I got to thank people around me because this shit is is going perfectly, like better than I could have imagined already. And yeah, it's just like, I, I look at it as hard work. It's it's a craft and it's a passion, but it's it's hard work. I put um, blood, sweat and tears into this shit. So yeah, man, I just, I just fought with this shit so heavy that I can't stop <laughs> at all.
4: Yeah.
2: If I stop, it's cause I died. Type
4: shit. type shit. Don't stop. <laughs> shit. <laughs> type shit. Now, I wanted to get into some controversial shit. Well, I just want to ask you, what do what you think about what Kanye got going on?
2: What think about what Kanye got going on?
4: Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> First of
2: all, I don't see no celebrity as a figurehead for the black people. None of these celebrities is really trying to... Not that they're not trying to, but we don't got no goddamn Martin Luther King's so or no goddamn Malcolm X's right now. Yeah. We got fucking, yeah. we got Yay and Kyrie, bro. Niggas that, a whole different world, and that's not their, their sole purpose. We had niggas that, their sole purpose was to, like, further us in the, to, to make life better for us. And once we have that, I feel like that's when we, we will really, like, be able to unionize and, like, get some better progress in the world. You know what I mean? But, my personal like views on what Kanye's saying. I mean, that nigga got himself turned into a martyr. No cap. I just feel like, bro, it, it's not, it's not a bad thing to point out who like has the power rankings in the country. But like, uh, once you say certain certain phrases, like yeah, Def and just like <laughs> <laughs> some, some wild <laughs> shit. Once you say wild <laughs> shit with that. <laughs> it, it was the whole message bro like it, it just brings it away from what the message is supposed to be yeah and i mean we've been on that that nigga yay yeah, be tweaking bro he said slavery was a choice bro i mean he had a point in what he was trying to get at but it's yeah. just the way phrasing shit so that's the thing no yeah yeah that's it's the way he'd be, right? he be trying to get the, the message across that's just like it'd be out of whack sometimes bro like that nigga needed to just he might need to just write some ideas down and let it sit really <laughs> like a day or some come back but, but yeah, man, I mean I think uh he already told us that he be dealing with um his mental disorder, all that. So shit, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't be caught up in niggas uh celebrity lives like that. Cause I feel like half of that shit is a show. Mm.
4: That,
2: that, shit, shit. that nigga did the White Lives Matter shit for the fucking clothes.
4: Yeah, for clout. That was all like, to get. All yeah. For t- like. yeah. I don't no,
2: no, I- no.
4: Yeah, no, I was. Same type of thing. Like, he been saying crazy things. It's just funny to, like, see the thing that caused him to get canceled was him saying the DEFCON threes type shit. Like, we all know Kanye been saying crazy shit. So, I mean, it's true to what he was saying a little bit. But DEFCON 3 shit, he was driven. But, yeah, no, nah, that shit was...
2: Isn't it wild how, like, that's the one thing that get him canceled like he been uh, saying?
4: No, because, yeah, because it's true. Because, like, the heads of these companies that is canceling him are Jewish people. Like, this, the, to what he was saying, like, the mad, mad CEOs and shit are Jewish people. But, like, yeah, DEFCON sure. 3 shit is... <laughs> like that. that shit's crazy. But yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, I don't know shit that's like hating on niggas because I just feel like I try to live my life in love for real and if niggas don't, they're not in my life for real. Mm. But I can see the flaws of the systems that exist over us, bro. It's like it's overhead and it's facing us every day and there are these people that's like trying to use us for our talent, for our art, t- our art and our um, artistry. So, I mean, it's, it's fair. He has points, but he's not this person that should really be speaking on it. I feel like <laughs> that nigga just be going off the hinge a little too Man, crazy. He's
4: yeah. tripping. <laughs> tripping.
2: He needs be going off the hinge a little bit. I mean, if you put in a song, it might be received better.
0: Maybe. So that's the
2: thing. A lot of it be- is
0: how it's being received. A lot of it is how he's phrasing it. Some of the stuff that he says is okay to say, but he's going on and, like, I think it was one clip, where somebody said, uh, I forgot which show it was on, but he's like, Yeah, um, do you know that was racist? What you just said? He's like, Yeah, I know it's racist. Why do you think I said it? Dude kept trying to talk to him. He's covering his ears like he five years old. Like, like, come on, bro. Like you can't do that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Uh
2: that's the thing with uh fucking industry shit, which is what like kinda is frightening bro like we be seeing these artists get burnt out we seen legends get burnt the fuck out like Michael Jackson burnt out died off a of, off of overdose and shit like I mean he he damn near fucked the legacy up almost with uh the the whatever was going on in his crib. Yeah <laughs> I mean, sleep over at his crib like this shit crazy. <laughs> Grown ass man. Grown ass man like <laughs> bro what you going on in there what you think going on i'm going to be real them parents need to go to fucking prison yeah too. bro 100 parents gotta go to jail for really but man money and that fame you fucking niggas head up bro i can't lie i can't yeah. lie i'm the type of nigga where i feel like we're gonna be talking in five ten years and i'm gonna be the same nigga type shit same nigga you know what i mean i'm gonna be I'm going to be a lot more rich. I'm going to be giving back a lot more good to you. But I'm going to stay the same person. Man, you know what, what I'm mean? saying? Like, I think I just got a good base. My family just raised me up the way I need to be. You know what I'm saying? My friends, they got me forever, bro. I faced, like, niggas that was snakes and shit. But that shit don't change me, man. I be trying not to let shit phase me because, shit, man, that's that's day life, not mine. I'm living my life and the way I want to live it.
0: No, that's real. That's real. I want to take a second, real quick. Just sitting here talking. Like first, we started off with the celebrity. Then you just said what you just said. Um, it kind of took my mind to this whole takeoff situation. RIP, takeoff, real quick, man. Gotta gotta yeah. shout that out. But uh, not too long ago, he had just did an interview, just talking about just uh It was about the last album he did, and it ultimately boiled down to he going hard. So that he can get his flowers while he's here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like he got that. He going to keep giving RIP to him. Rest in peace, rest in power. But just the to you, too, like you said five, ten years, you want to be the same true to you. But realistically, every day ain't promised, so we want to give you the flowers while you're here. Right yeah, here on say- SIT, we want to give you your flowers, let you know you love Brody. We appreciate it. No cap,
3: man. So that's just what my head was. I had to get that off my chest real quick, bro. It's <laughs> love, all love. Mm, it's- give you flowers,
2: bro. I ain't no way in hell I thought I was gonna be sitting on a fucking podcast discussing my life. Like I didn't think niggas was gonna think like anything about what the fuck I got going on was interesting enough. I was just a little kid making songs in his room and shit. So yeah. it's just fuck to even to even feel that way and just get appreciation for my craft. You know what I mean?
0: No, that's,
2: that's
0: fine. Uh, even outside of music, like let's say let's let's put music to the side real quick. Yeah, what does Velcro as enjoy doing? Like, what else is there that you enjoy doing? Hobbies, interests, even if it's creating something else. What's you?
2: So I'll be making clothes, I'll be fucking painting, I'll be hooping, I'll break any of y'all niggas off <laughs> <right>. cap. cap. <laughs> I'll break any one of y'all niggas
4: off. I swear to God, it's (laughs) Kev. Ooh, it's
2: Kev. Short little KD, stop playing with
4: me, man. man. man.
2: I mean, like, I fuck with the outdoors and, like, being active a lot. Like, I think one of the best moments of my life was when I went skydiving, bro. Like, that Mm. shit was just thrilling as fuck. Shit felt like like all the drugs on the planet combined. And just, like, a minute experience, bro. Like, that shit was so beautiful. I love like hiking and going to see the world, bro. I love seeing the world for real. Like this shit, just so big. I feel like I feel like I take the opportunity to to get outside my comfort zone as much as possible, um, and just like talk to new people, talk to uh, get different perspectives on on this life, like getting out of uh, the space that I'm in. Um, yeah. So really, travel is one of the biggest things that I really love doing too. Um, I fucking love clothes. I love shopping for clothes and like uh fabrics and working on clothes and shit too. Um shit, what else? That's really it, man. That's really yeah. it. I didn't fucking studio, bro. Man, Not
4: to not to get too personal on it, but you talk about the song Monster, man. I just wanna know what's what's uh what's Velker West got going on in his love life, man? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love women, bro, but shit, man. I can't i it's I can't. I single right now, bro. I just, like, I just feel like life is too busy. Life too busy. Yeah. I die at this moment in time. Uh, I love all the women that uh, I'm involved with at the moment. But... <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> I might get some angry ass texts after this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I just feel women are beautiful. I'll be learning so much from women. No, um, my... For real. My family is a very, I have a sister and a mom. Um, my cousin, we adopted her from Ghana. And she was like a big sister to me for most of my life, too. So, yeah, I have a huge, like, female presence in my life. And I love women, like, not even on no sexual shit, just on some, just like, I love being around women and seeing how they look at the world, too. So, um, but shit, man, I, on a different note. I love women on some sexual shit too. So it's like, <laughs> like that. It's pretty, I'm really focused on the goals that I have for myself and the, whatever happens with the other end of that shit happens. Like, I'll take a bit of shopping. <laughs> Do some go, go, kart shit. Some activity.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel that. I feel that. It makes sense. On oh, all oh, oh, oh. cylinders for real, man. It's just, you can't you can't live without women Nah, you can't it's too much that go into it you can't even women like women like come on come on (laughs) (laughs) but no um it was something else you had said that made me think uh another question i had for you you was talking about how uh you like creating clothes making clothes Mm. but you also be putting that shit on
3: uh-huh. Right, yeah. so
0: so let's let's dive into that a little bit. You know, first and foremost, where is your inspiration coming from when you putting together a fit? Because you know we got another fashion nigga in here, D B at fashion school right now. So just uh what what go into putting that shit on for Velcro? You know, well, for me, bro, it's
2: really about like it goes back to how heavy I live in just the energy of a moment. So like. If I wake up and I'm super bubbly, super happy, like fucking hop out the shower and everything happy go lucky, bro. I'm gonna put on the most colorful sweater I could find, like put on some big ass boots or some shit, like some crazy pants and then I'm walk out the crib. Other times you'd be like, it's an all black day. Yeah. It's a it's an archive day. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's really, it really depends. Uh, for me, I just like I wake up and I'm like, oh, I know what I'm finna put on. Yeah. Or I'm finna leave the crib. I know what I'm finna put on. Like, but yeah, I be shopping a lot online because these stores in person, they ain't been hitting like that. Really?
4: The real five spots. Yeah.
0: When you when you when you putting it together though, like when you about to put it on, or even once you got it on and you look in the mirror, do you ever think like, oh yeah, they finna fuck with this? Or is it like, yeah, this is me. Like, that's why I'm putting this on. Bro, I put on some fits that I knew was bullshit. Yeah. But I was
2: like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, it's just like, I don't know. It just, it's just—it's true to me. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's yeah. really just, like, I just feel comfortable and shit sometimes that, that might not even look 100% fire. It looks super flea, but it just feels good. You know what I'm saying? So it's like,
3: I'm going I'm to live in that
2: feeling and I'm going to be enjoying that at all times, bro. Niggas going gonna, niggas gonna to have an opinion, bro, We're every gone. time. Yeah. Yeah. Type shit. So, like, I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. Mm.
4: No, nah, even, go, even going off that, like, I when I get dressed, like, I don't even get dressed other people. I get dressed for myself. Like, I'm trying to one-up myself every day type shit. Like, what else can I put on to go crazier? Exactly. Yeah. Like... No, I'm a
2: fiend for the clothes, definitely. Yeah. I might I might go buy some shit right after I get off this car, bro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm already knowing, bro. We might have been off in a party one time. And I got my phone out flicking up, yeah, 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 yeah. And I hit my flashlight or something. And I turned the flash on, looked down at my feet. Buddy in here with the, the incredible hook feet on in the party. Oh. <laughs> yeah, those are crazy.
2: I thought we don't shoot you, bro. Uh, um, what the fuck name of that brand? Iron
4: Potatoes? Yeah, potato. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Them shits is crazy. I seen a nigga get them shits and then paint the toenails on them hoes. That's hard. (laughs) (laughs) That's shit shit crazy.
2: But yeah, even down accessories and like chains and shit, painting nails and shit, earrings, whatever, like it's just all a a different form of expression and like just adding to the, the aura. So, I mean, it's just whatever the day like takes me. Because sometimes I'll change it to a different fit, middle of the day type shit. Or a different vibe. i would be trying to be in the studio comfortable though, no cap.
4: Type shit. What's your what's your favorite brand right now? Just in terms of like everything, luxury, anything right now.
2: My favorite brand.
4: a lot of niggas like Balenciaga, but that shit is whatever. It plays a
2: little bit. Unless you really get in all the new shit, that shit plays for. I be mean, real, I fuck with Helmut Lang and um, Hysteric Glamour real heavy right now. It's probably like my two favorite right now. Um I've been fucking with um I've been fucking with babes because I think that's my all-time favorite, like classic Mm -hmm. shoe. I I just love streetwear and I love um I love Air Forces and I love that Air Force base, like heavy, like I fuck with yums. I don't know if y'all know yums, but from like uh Soldier Boy was rocking them motherfuckers, I got a couple um yeah I fought with that that base and and then I fought with a hell of boots like just any type of boots that look cool it don't gotta be no brand it don't gotta be high-end at all it just gotta look fire. Just yeah.
1: gotta. What,
2: huh? I don't even really be on the brands like that no more I was I used to be a tryhard uh beast for the brands but like it's more about how that shit looks
0: like I shit. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah. you can have yeah. a bunch of shit with a name on it, and you put it together, and you got some bullshit on at the end of the day. <laughs> dress, I'm designer, bro.
2: Yeah. Man, no, rap- I'm, mm-hmm. I, I don't.
4: I know two rappers that can dress. I don't know any other rap like rappers can't dress. For shit. Name drop on What? <laughs> ah, fuck. I Yachty can dress. y'all be putting that shit on a little bit. so sure. He be putting on some bullshit sometimes too. Yeah. <laughs> But I thought that's on purpose. Then another, mm, it's tough. Tyler obviously, if we go there, and then Rocky. I mean, his niggas is obvious answers type shit. But yeah, yeah. them niggas, yeah, type shit.
2: Yeah, and that shit on. Tyler got his own little white boy swag too. Yeah,
4: <laughs> the purple shit. Yeah, no, I fuck with that. I fuck with it because it's mad different. Anybody else doing that shit? Thing. Yeah. No that's rapping niggas. Even with his music, his music is hard as fuck
2: yeah i agree I think he's talented i thought when people um put everything together themselves i think it's real admirable
1: mm. Like
2: in terms of the music like he does a lot of the production like yeah the so i pride myself on doing shit like that too
4: going off that Go my bad like do you what, off the production shit like tyler i think taught himself how to play the piano like do you even know like what what instruments do you know how to play if you know any at all
2: Actually, like, um, I just play that by ear for real. And whenever I um, produce,
4: um, I could touch
2: a guitar and really like put it together, but it'd take a little minute. But really, just a um, keyboard, that's by ear. I don't have no classical training with nothing. It's all YouTube University and just like off the strength of, off the strength of having that, um, that inspiration to just grow and learn different shit and just experiment for real. So just like, I'm in the moment. I fucking I just want to try some different shit.
3: Do you got so off that? Do you got like any like in the future? You got any that you want to know how to play for show, or like, bro?
2: If I can learn how to play the
3: saxophone and the harp, that's hard.
2: (laughs) Not escaping my like my (laughs) (laughs) oh mad and I start playing the harp. Oh my god,
4: niggas would not know what to do, bro. Yeah, that's different though.
3: (laughs) That's hard
2: so oh, different, bro. The saxophone is just, like, one of the sexier sounding instruments to me. Like, Kenny G, the way that nigga played the saxophone, brand and shit just different. sounds so odd and beautiful. That, and if I could hop on, like, a grand piano and really just, like, lay a song down, that would be
0: tough.
4: Yeah, don't...
0: No, I feel that. I think that sax would be smooth. The saxophone? <laughs> That's <laughs> <so> hard.
4: <laughs> harp crazy. You heard a year first in 10 years of Velcro show at Coachella. they can come out with the harp. First <laughs> nigga to do it. Give it up for
3: the <laughs> I, I, I really
2: got... Okay, so going to be sick when I do that shit. They're going to be like, what
0: the fuck a <laughs> nigga doing on the heart right now?
3: <laughs> it's going to be hard, though.
0: It will. <laughs> yeah, so I want to switch lanes real quick and kind of go into, like, day-to-day. Like, what does a typical day for you look like? Like, is this... Velcro is 24-7. I wake up, I'm in the studio, yada, yada, yada. Or what does a typical day for Velcro look like, man? What you got going? It, it depends, because like right
2: now I'm working this day job, so I get some bread and put it back into the craft. So it depends. Um, like, sometimes I'll say fuck that job and just, like, be in the studio yeah. um, type shit. But usually i work that a little bit, be back in the studio and fucking grinding that out or just like outside doing whatever the fuck. Yeah, or putting shit together for real, yeah. Day to day, it's definitely like most of the time I'm fucking just smoking it in the studio, bro. Writing songs, listening to beats, making beats, uh, collaborating with people. Yeah, that's really it for real.
0: Yeah.
2: And I'm not doing I'm trying to get some clothes.
4: <laughs> Shit. Sound
0: right. you got any uh like fashion icons that you you kind of look up to or you kind of look to when you really looking at your fashion and your style itself? so
2: oh really bro when i was in like high school i would fuck with um buddy osiris a lot like buddy osiris was a uh, cool like i just felt with how he was He was putting real avant garde pieces together and just look weird. I like that weird shit a lot. Um, Not really, but I feel like a lot of niggas be on basic shit now. Like it's it's either all black, just rick, and just like it's a little watered down right now. So right now, I'm my biggest fashion inspiration, bro. I just fucking, I just, I like to go find new shit somewhere out there in the world or make some new shit for me. Like a lot of the shit that I'm making right now is hella anime influence and um it just has a, a a new spin on it that niggas haven't probably seen before. So yeah, I say
0: I'm a, honestly my biggest inspiration for that right now. That's tough. Yep, sure. That's tough. I'm try- I'm ready then, to see what them jeans gonna come out like. That one pair you working on.
4: Yeah, that was gonna be yeah, fine. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Ease them. Did you, did you show me that yeah.
4: TP? Was the fucking uh Yeah, I
0: think I showed you like the, the shell for it.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was the I, Yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. But yeah, uh that was- Going off that uh top five animes then, top five animes yeah
2: okay okay we got One Piece we got uh
4: why you roll your eyes because <laughs> bro I can't no one can get into that it's like seven hundred episodes thousand plus brody exactly bro like how am I gonna get
2: into that <laughs> you gotta really like just gotta
4: <laughs> you gotta <laughs> commit
2: gotta, to it ain't got commitment issues you can blame Is it on really- the show.
4: <laughs> oh, I'm not sit there. I got a life, nigga. Like, I'm
2: not gonna sit down and watch that shit. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. Hey, well. uh, that, I'm true. It, it takes a lot to really be a One Piece fan, but um, I'm gonna say One Piece. I'm gonna say um, Neon Genesis. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say um, Berserk. I'm gonna say uh, I really fuck with Death Note. Yeah. Uh, fuck with Hunter x Hunter. How many was that? That's Neon
4: five.
2: And
0: it was, was uh yeah, that's the first fight I kind of mind for real. You just you just reminded me of berserk. I had let that one slip my mind, but that one's
1: that's crazy. crazy.
0: <laughs> oh, no, that's crazy. But hey, I feel like you just you, you hold bleach, man. That's my shit right
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> I bleach. I, I know I would have put DBZ on my list too, but like Classic. I so I only can really include the shit that I watched all of it.
0: Yeah. I feel that. No, I think I fuck with Death Note man on that list too. That's a that's a solid one. But yeah. if y'all ain't tuned in to this bleach thousand years war art, man, that's it's so crazy. Man, they actually like it's only four episodes out right now, but they leave you like, damn, I gotta wait another week. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard.
4: You fucking mentioned Neon Genesis too. That shit is confusing as fuck. That shit is just Neon Genesis.
2: No. I mean, real, I had to like read like 10 articles and watch like videos to understand what they was really trying to do in that shit. Nah, no cap. Honestly, the movies really be getting hard too. Like the perfect blue.
3: Um,
4: Niggas be, I trying to hate
2: on Akira, but I fuck with Akira Heavy. Um, There's some other shit I just watched recently that I fuck with Heavy, but I can't remember the name of it. But yeah, I've been watching a lot of anime recently. I like that world and I like how they just depict um life through that through that um through animation like that i yeah. just love it
4: i mean i feel like everybody should watch Akira cuz i mean like that shit is like just so influential and legendary in terms of everything nigga like, even music like, <laughs> like mad niggas kanye everybody fucks about Akira but, like, oh yeah.
2: yeah that shit just discusses the way our human relationship is with technology it's really yeah
4: intelligent
2: um a film i fuck with that shit heavy yeah
0: Anybody watch the uh, Assassination Classroom, man?
2: I heard I think about
4: it. That I shit's so as bro, I was <laughs> like, I don't want to get into that I shit. Tried I was to like... watch that
0: shit. I'm like, nah, bro, this ain't gonna cut it, man. <laughs> uh,
4: can't nah. lie to you.
0: I literally watched like the whole season. I was like, bro, what the fuck is happening? Literally.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, that
4: one ain't it. No, nah, I mean, talk about that Chainsaw Man. That motherfucker's crazy. I can't wait for that shit, nigga. To... Because I've been oh. reading that shit too. That shit crazy. Maybe <laughs> reading the tomorrow- manga. I mean, yeah, like occasionally. Chainsaw I Man, I hadn't heard about it before, so I tried to get into that shit before the anime came out. So I was like, fuck it. I tried to get into that. The yeah. only manga
2: I read was um,
4: Uzumaki,
0: that horror manga. Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. That's fuck. I'm not a reading type of nigga, though, so I like I to.
0: Haven't, I haven't read a manga in a minute. It's been a minute for real. Like, I just stick to watching them now. I'll be reading other shit,
4: though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even read the shit on it. Like, I don't hate sub. I had, I'm a dub type of nigga. I love, a lot of people no. like fucking like, sub. I don't see what the problem is. Like, I, I don't like reading the shit on the screen, nigga. I'm trying to watch the, the shit. The Japanese language is so hard, brother. Mm-hmm. Psycho twin. Bro. Like, <laughs> but like, I'm trying to read it, but I'm also trying to watch the shit, bro. I can't watch and read. Like, these niggas really did this art, bro. So I'm trying to look at the art instead of just fucking reading the screen. You feel me? you <laughs> in Japanese. Awesome. It don't
3: take that much to read the screen, though, okay? cuz. No. That much, bro. <laughs> but they do though, because these niggas be
4: trying to go deep into some shit. Be talking, they be talking od. Like, they be talking OD. You like, can see
3: how out your peripherals like.
4: I mean, God. I can't. I'm just saying, there's a dub. So why do I listen to the sub? That's I'm just, I'm just saying. Nigga hate Japanese people. that's crazy. <laughs> I, nigga, I live in that's Japan. crazy. I live in Japan.
0: crazy Fuck hate. <laughs> Man. Fuck no, up. that's actually one language that I, I want to learn. uh like, I'm not super committed to it, but I'll do like uh, a little Duolingo Japanese. i'll Obviously watch my anime sub. So I'm sitting there (laughs) putting sound to what the words are. And so that's something I really want to do, man. One day I'm going to be fluent, bro. And I'm going to actually go ahead. Like you said, you like to travel. I like to travel. I'm going to go ahead and take my ass to Japan, bro. Trying
2: to go to Japan real soon, too, actually. That's on the list for sure.
0: Hey, we could probably make that Uh, You know, I'm going to be out in Cali. I'm going to try to do a lot of my Pacific traveling while I'm out there.
2: Hey, say nothing. Say nothing.
0: Nigga, let me know, too. I'm trying to go back there, nigga. I already already told you. I'm I'm out there. Once I'm out there, bro, we we traveling, bro. No, I was um. I wanted to ask, bro. I know you saying you got your music thing, and then you still got your brand, and you want to grow all that. What can we expect as a people, as an audience, within the let's say let's say next year, year or two? what, What can we expect? Oh man! Oh man! The year, oh, you can expect, you can expect
2: a couple of tapes, you can expect the brand to get off the ground running, like, full sprint with the brand, like, my thing is, I like being able to start something new, because now I know how I can push this shit from, from the jump, and make the the very first impact of it hit people in the face, and they're like, oh shit, I didn't even see this coming, you know what I mean, so like, Really, the brand, like, y'all are some of the few people that even know that that's in the works. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's not, like, something I'm I'm posting about. It's not something that I'm discussing about unless I think somebody can help me out with it and uh, contribute to what I'm trying to get finished. I don't really like talking about shit until it's done. You know what I mean? I don't like talking about shit until I, I'm ready to to um get it out into the world. So, yeah, really, um, that fucking... Just a hella more music, bro. A lot more music. Music, a lot more. Um I, I've been doing a lot more creative writing in terms of like promotion and videos too. So that's gonna be really, really cool for people to see.
3: Um but yeah, that's that's most of it.
0: I feel that we looking yes, forward sir. to it for sure. Means
3: all that. Yes, sir.
0: Sir,
2: I'm looking forward to that fuck the growth of SIT, bro.
0: Yes, sir. We're trying to blow, man. You already know it. And we're gonna have to bring you back on at some point, man. This ain't yeah. a one-time thing. You know, we got to get you back on here. Down, bro. No, man. But I'm gonna go ahead. Y'all, y'all got any more questions for Velcro S before we close it up, man?
3: Uh, but uh no, I just want to say first off, thank you for allowing us to, you know, have the pleasure to interview you and everything. And, you know, just chop it up and learn more about you, your story. And how you got to where you is today i just want to say like TP was saying earlier um you got our flowers um what you doing and your vision to give back to the community like you called yourself kind of visionary like and that's powerful so i just want to like thank you for that and you know we see your vision with that we see what you're trying to do and we're gonna be here to keep supporting you but that's that's me
4: yeah type shit now going off that Appreciate you too, bro. Like, I, pre- I appreciate just Black creativity in general and representation and all that in the community and shit. seem like you're a real good genuine dude Like in, in general. So I um, wish you nothing but the best in the future, music-wise and shit. Keep in touch with you, all that. Yo, I love that you
2: said that, bro. One of my one of my things that I really want to accomplish in this life is allowing people to understand that there's so much more. There's, nobody's just single-faceted. Everybody's multifaceted. Everybody's a... Multi- has different different lanes that they could be in and different shit that they can explore in life especially the youth like the niggas that's younger than us they gotta see that like we out here doing shit that we want to do and shit that this type of shit is what can impact them and show them that there's so many things that you can do in this life like this world is so large there's so many people you can interact with so it's beautiful as fuck to hear that from, man. and i'm super appreciative to even be here talking to y'all niggas man for real oh,
3: one more thing make sure make sure y'all uh... Remember, make sure y'all go tune in Velcro, velcro S on all platforms. His link tree on his social media, all that.
0: Yes, sir. Before we close it out and send you out, man, what's, what's the part and words you got for the audience, man? What you want to tell them? The one thing that you need to get out, get off your chest, what you, what you want to get to them?
2: Man, if you have a vision or you have something that you want to do in life, don't ever let nobody tell you that shit is not possible, bro. Like, Go out there and get it for yourself. If niggas don't want to help you, if niggas want to drag you down, drag the niggas off your ass and get up. Go do that shit, bro. Like, that's really all I can say is, like I said earlier, if I quit, it's because I died. And that's that's just the most admirable thing I could possibly do is just, like, continue to be myself and continue to grow within within the actions that I'm taking out every day. So, yeah, that's really it, man. That's yeah,
0: man. Y'all heard it here first. No crow ass, man. Go get them on the socials at, what is it, Velcro S underscore? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, go get them at Velcro S underscore on the socials. Velcro S on all platforms, music rocking, more music to come. Once again, brother, it's a pleasure having you. Every time we chop it up, it's raw, it's real, shit, funny as hell. And hey. it's, it's always love from me. It's always love from the crew. Um, I was excited about this, man. Like, you were the second guest we got on. So that's huge. That means so much to me. Just knowing that, like you say, we supporting each other. We got somebody to help build us up. I can't thank you enough for that, bruh. And we just appreciate you, bruh. Can't wait to do it again. And I just want to send everybody out on this quote. Since we got Vilca West on here, he has said some things that really, actually flow with this quote right here. It says, "Everything you can imagine is real," by Pablo. Uh, Pablo Picasso. I almost said Pablo Escobar. Man, <laughs> It's the wrong word. But no, no, no. <laughs> Everything you can imagine is real. Pablo Picasso. And Just like we're saying, bro, we have these visions. Everybody's got a vision of something. And it can be real as long as you go ahead and apply some effort to it, some discipline, and a little bit of work, bro. You can do whatever you want. And so just keep that in mind, bro. Like, it ain't no stopping. It ain't no stopping here. It ain't no stopping with Velcro A's. Stay in tune for more, man. We're going to rock out.
2: God, we staying in tune.